ladies and gentlemen, welcome to One More Round Radio. This is the show that brings passion and punch to you about the world of boxing. Covering every weight class and every fighter from around the world, we focus on bringing you our unique perspective and opinions of the ring world. We are live here from Studio One of WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network, located in the heart of Chicago. This is One More Round Radio. Welcome back, guys. Big Nick Cold. One More Round Radio Boxing Show is back. We've been gone for two months. And we are back on the airwaves here. We've missed a lot, and now we're going to come back and touch up on on all the stuff that we missed in the last couple of months. 2015, hope everybody had a great year, uh, and hope they have a good year in 2015. We're going to talk a lot about upcoming fights and some of the fights we want to see happen in 2015. So we'll cover some of the stuff that we missed in the last couple of months and uh, go over what we're going to want to see in the future. Uh, we are here in Studio One, the Windy City Sports Network, One More Round Radio, Big Nick Cole, and uh, the crew is here. It's the, the, the kings of the ring. Um, miss to the left, uh, I've got Sammy the Bull here. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I'm excited for the year 2015. I think uh, there's going to be some great fights. Uh, Mr. Jackman. Also excited. January starting off with a bang with many fights up and coming. Yeah, and uh, they're box. They got boxing on tonight. And we just, I just played you what was going on on WTR. You had um, a Louis Pistolero make fun of you here. You heard it. It's all right. Yeah. Louis gets a pass. <laughs> yeah, drink your milk. He's drink my buddy. Milk. All right, and then uh, uh, we've got the Gunmaster here with us as well too. And uh, as always, uh, his uh, perspective on boxing, which is it goes very, very deep. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Gunmaster. Two fifteen. Let's see what it brings us, guys. Yeah. New year, new fights. Let's see who the new big stars are. We'll yeah, see. hopefully. And Jay-Z's been a busy man lately, and I'll talk about that. But um, All right, really quick, guys, before we get started, uh, obviously a lot of things uh, I want to talk about, or a couple things I want to talk about. Uh, one, thank you for uh, hopefully catching our podcast and uh, listening to us. Um, again, uh, like we all said, we're a bunch of guys that grew up in the same neighborhood uh, in the frigid tundra, not Green Bay, but Chicago, the Windy City. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we've uh, this is just something we like to do all the time. So this podcast is free uh, to everybody, and we uh, we don't charge anyone anything to listen to us. This is obviously for hopefully your entertainment, and it keeps us busy, and it keeps us uh, obviously together, so we can uh, hang out and, and uh, talk about what we usually would talk. Um, but um, if you guys can, it'd be awesome to spread the word, uh, get get the word out with everything. Uh, and uh, uh, we, we're obviously on social media, so you guys can follow us on Facebook. Facebook. Um, it's Windy City, one word, Windy City Sports Network. Uh, follow us on the Facebook page. We post all our shows on Facebook. Or we have our Twitter account. You can like us on our Twitter account. Follow us on our Twitter account at WCSN, the number three. That's at WCSN, the number three. Um, post, our, post our shows on there as well. You can listen to us on iTunes. 
TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Um, and uh, obviously, if you're on iTunes or any of them, like us on all platforms. And on iTunes would be really huge if you guys can subscribe to us, comment, and rate us. Uh, trying to get up there at least in the top 100 so we can see uh, this on the top 100. Obviously, this is a sister show of uh, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio, uh, which is on the WCSN network, uh, Windy City Sports Network. And... Uh, um, just uh, uh, would be really good to get some support out there. This is a passion project that we all do, um, and uh, besides our busy lives with work and family, uh, it's really nice to get together and uh, just talk about sports, boxing, uh, wrestling, uh, anything in general. Got a lot of things uh, coming up in 2015, just so uh, I don't know if you guys, uh, well, you guys didn't hear, obviously, WTR just posted it up. Um, but um, February is going to be the anniversary uh, of, uh, w- or, or of WCSN. Uh, so we officially opened up the SoundCloud page and social media uh, of, in February of last year. So February will be the one-year anniversary of WCSN. Uh, and uh, really cool to see how we went from basically nothing in an idea. Um, this came from an idea from another friend of mine that actually said that we argue so much about sports, we should decide to do something like this. And uh, it just went from in researching on Google and uh, coming up to where we're at right now. So um, it's going to be our one year, and we've got a lot of great things planned for 2015. So um, 2015 is going to have uh, some, some huge things. We have our website in the making. And we're currently still working on it. We're about halfway through, so it's still under const- uh, construction. Uh, we will obviously post that up for you guys all once the website's up there. Once the website's up, we're going to have pictures of the crew. You guys will be able to see all of us uh, and uh, all the shows, or the cast members that we have, uh, a little bio on all of us, a little bio of uh, WCSN and what we're about. And um, hopefully at that time, we may come up with some consistency uh, outside of our busy schedules and... Um, we can maybe even uh, post live shows, maybe, or video record our shows and put it on uh, our w- website. So a lot of good things. Uh, a couple other shows that uh, may be coming up. I don't want to say anything or spoil anything just yet, but uh, there's a couple other shows in the works that may be happening. Uh, obviously, I won't be involved in it, um, but uh, they'll be part of WCSN, and we'll have another couple podcasts uh, as part of the network as well, too. So um, some cool things that will be coming in 2015. Very excited uh, and a lot of cool stuff, and we'll be recording uh, uh, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. Uh, right after this and talk a lot about the Bears. Uh, a lot to talk about Bears and Bulls a little bit, too. But um, in any case, this is ep- episode 7, guys. One more round radio. Good to be back. Uh, and I guess what we can do for right now, I mean, do you, you want me to go over Jay-Z or do you guys want to go over the fights that we missed? Then I'll go over Jay-Z. Yeah, you can go ahead and go over Jay-Z if you'd like. All right, so do you, obviously you guys hear about the Jay-Z and what's going on with him or no? So I know Nasser didn't know about this. Let's let's fill our fans in. Uh, also, we'll fill in Sammy the Bull. Yeah, we'll fill in Sammy. <laughs> um, so Sammy, uh, I told Sammy that uh, Andre Ward uh, joined Rock Nation Sports. And I actually liked this. I thought it was a really, really good move on his part. Uh, I know we've he's had some. Who was his guy before this? Goosen, Goosen, right? Yeah, Goosen passed away not too long ago. Yeah, and he had a lot of legal issues with Goosen, right? Yes, he did. So um, I, I think with with Goosen and, and and I know he hasn't fought for what. It's been a while. It's been over a year. Over now, a I year. I want to say a year and a half or something like that. He fought two fights in three years. I think they said. Yeah. 
And uh, I think this is going to open him up, and he's going to probably start traveling a lot more to get some good fights. Yeah. Well, the arrow can only go up on him. He hasn't fought in a while. He was never happy with his promoter. So uh, this is definitely going to be a good thing for him. So he signed with Rock Nation and Jay-Z. Um, Rock Nation also purchased the Gary Shaw Productions. And along with that, obviously, comes Brighton Jennings, who I think is fighting Klitschko next, right? That's yeah. coming up. Yes. So he, and then with that, Gary Shaw was actually hired uh, to Rock Nation as well. And they said that he'll be working alongside uh, Itzkowitz. So David Itzkowitz and uh, Gary Shaw will be working together. So uh, Jay Z is hitting it hard, man. He's trying to get into there and he's trying to start getting these fighters. Um, he tried getting Broner and he turned down $40 million. Yeah, but we don't really know the specifics of the deal. It was a five-year, $40 million, how many matches he had to have or anything like that. So it's really hard to say you know, whether it was a good choice on Broner's part or a bad choice. You look surprised, Guns. Yeah, um, $40 mil is a good chunk of change. Um, Especially for Broner. Broner, I don't see how he would see that kind of money throughout his whole career. Uh, so uh, I don't know. Something- As Sammy the Bull said. There's more into it than uh Yeah, there's got to be some fine print or something that happened. Yeah. Um, and then something that Sammy said that I actually was really intrigued by is, um, who's he going to fight for? Is he going to be on Showtime or is he going to be on HBO? Yeah, that's interesting. I'm not sure. I don't know who. I mean, hopefully he can do both. Hopefully Jay-Z can have a relationship with both networks. That's what I'm hoping. Can you imagine if Jay-Z is the neutral ground here? Of boxing, so you've got fighters that leave Showtime, HBO, and go to him, and then he's got a great relationship with both, and then you can start seeing some some decent fights happening. And, uh, I, that would be great for boxing. Period. And one thing about Jay Z, since he's starting fresh, he could see the mistakes that the other guys did and capitalize on them. As yeah. like these mistakes that were happening, why uh, fighters ain't fighting each other, and the whole Bob Arum and Golden Boy, and then now you know. So I, I was going to Google this and I didn't. Um, I don't know if you can do it, Sammy. But is Jay Z still own? Is he still an owner of the Brooklyn Nets? I believe so. I, I seen him last year in the play. Uh, so it's, I think the, it's the Russian guy that's trying to get out. Because uh, I heard they rumors. both have ownership. Yeah, but I heard that I think the Russian guy's trying to get out of it. Okay, I'm not sure. Yeah, so there was something going on with that. I don't know the exact details. But you know I, what? I, I, I'm just reading it right now. This is from uh, April 19, 2013. It said Jay Z gives up ownership of Brooklyn Nets to who? To the Russian guy? Uh, let me see if I can see it. If this comes up, I, I bet you any money. And it's the Russian guy, and then he's trying to sell off the Brooklyn Nets right now. Oh, the Russian guy's trying to sell them Yeah, because I heard rumors that the Brooklyn Nets are trying to be sold right now. So it's got to be the Russian guy that's trying to get them, uh, try to get out of there. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. They, you know, the Brooklyn Nets, it's a big organization. They're in a, you know, they just built a stadium. Yeah, they're in a fairly big city, and I'm, I'm kind of shocked to hear that. Yeah, they're a deteriorating team, though. I mean, look at their stars. They're all old, but that's for that's for Chicago Sports Crunch. But it's for another show. Yeah, that's for another show. But um, we... Uh, um, it, really interesting uh, f- with Jay-Z and what he's doing in the future of boxing. Um, I mean, David Itzkowitz was with uh, Golden Boy, and he left when that whole debacle happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was when the whole thing happened where the two guys ended up leaving or something like that. But um, very interesting to see what's going to happen with Jay-Z and with boxing uh, and, and what's going to happen. I hope he stays neutral. I hope he stays in the middle. Who knows? With this guy... I, I would not be surprised if he starts a, a boxing streaming service like Vince McMahon did with the WWE, 
and then his fighters fight on that network, and you have to subscribe to the network monthly to see the fights. I would not be surprised about that. A uh, big Nick, I'm curious. You said uh, he signed up Andre Ward. Uh, what kind of what kind of money? Did they're they they're not releasing that. I can actually pull up the exact thing of what they said with it, but they're not releasing. Uh, they didn't really say anything about money. All they said is that Ward joined Rock Nation. There was a picture of Jay Z with uh, Andre Ward, and they they were shaking hands, and obviously the paper was in front of them. That's interesting. If he was willing to give forty mil. To uh, yeah, how much was this guy making? Yeah, and this guy drives a hard bargain. Uh, yeah, Andre Ward is gold medalist. Uh, you know he don't settle for less. It seems. Well, that and and is this whole thing with Goosen even done with? No, or is he still going at it with them? Well, Goosen's dead. His promoter. Yeah, died. but his company. Yeah, I'm. I'm really not sure what because I mean I know he are. wasn't suing Goosen individually. He was yeah. he was suing his company for it. Yeah, I mean you know he already signed with Rock Nation. I think that's pretty much done with. So this is basically what it says: Super Middleweight Champion Andre Ward, who has fought only twice in the past three years, mainly because of the pro protracted contract battle with Goosen Promotions, is about to get a lot busier. Music mogul Jay Z's Rock Nation Sports, uh, in its biggest move yet since. Opening a boxing promotion division in August, signed Ward on Friday, shortly after Ward worked out an agreement to part ways with Goosen Promotion. Oh, so he finalized the the thing with Goosen. Details of how the split with Goosen Promotions came about after years of legal battling were not disclosed. But Tom Brown and Goosen Productions clearly was not happy with the result. That chapter is closed. I've moved on, Brown told DSPN. Rock Nation Sport move, move came only hours before it will promote a fight card on Friday on Fox Sports 1 at 10 p.m. Uh, we have signed Andre Ward, and it's something... We're very excited about, said David Itzkowitz, Chief Operating Officer of Rock Nation Sports Boxing Division. It's just the beginning for us, but it's a game changer. He's one of the best fighters in the world. Everything is coming together for us. On the same day, we are having our first event at Madison Square Garden. We're announcing a really huge signing. I mean, that's pretty much it. It doesn't say really yeah. anything about yeah, details. But the question is, who's he going to fight? There's not a ton of talent at 168. And he, he's not in a hurry to go to 175 and fight the other guys, so... I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You got Frotch, which he already defeated. He did all right against him, but Ward clearly won. Yeah, there's a lot of talk of uh, Frotch fought, fighting Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. right now. And if uh, Chavez Jr. gets by Frotch, you know, that's a fight everyone wants to take. So that could be a possibility in the future. You know, I also want to say about uh, this Jay-Z um, you know, guys like Bob Arum, I mean, they're connected. They've been with HBO so long. Do you think that, you know, a guy like Jay-Z can just take over Bob Arum? I don't know. I no. mean, I don't know the specific... Too much know, politics. It's too much politics. Yeah. I don't know. The, you know, he's got his claws in there, Bob Arum, already. I don't think it can yeah. happen. And, it's, and, it's, and, it's too much politics, but at the end of the day, the money does talk. Yes, yes. Yeah, but it, 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 Bob Bob has a lot of pull, I think, and yes. knows a lot of people in, in all these divisions and federations or whatever the case, like WBO, IBF, whatever you want to call them. Um, and uh, uh, Golden Boy does as well now. Um, and, I mean, for Jay-Z to walk in, I mean, he just has to flaunt his money right now to try to get these fighters his way. That's it. But even, and then gain their loyalty. But even to, even to um, look how Golden Boy, he walked in there, Oscar. 
Yeah. He was a fighter. Yeah, but he he started in Showtime. He was fighting different... That's a little bit different. You're talking about a musician that had nothing to do with boxing and just walked right in. Aram's running the show there with Oscar. Oscar came to him for a reason. Oscar needed Bob Aram. Bob Aram didn't need Oscar. Well, you know what I think? Uh, I don't know, just controversial opinion. I think they were getting scared of the whole Al Heyman thing and the whole Al Heyman ideal, and uh, them two got together. But uh, who knows? It's just an opinion. Who, Jay-Z or Golden Boy? And, no, uh, Golden Boy and Aaron. Golden Boy and Aaron. But now this is just uh, an opinion, yeah. and I'm not saying this is nothing based on facts, yeah. but it's yeah. just a controversial it's, it's, opinion. It seemed like when Schaefer left, uh, uh, the La jolla Aram uh, relationship got better. Yes. They started putting together some fight. You've seen them, though. I forgot which fight I was watching. Uh, Oscar was sitting next to... Uh, Bob Arum, Bob Arum and his wife there, and they were all happy. Did you guys yeah. see that? You know, let's face it here. De La Hoya, he's the face of that. Or I don't think he's the guy that does the dirty work. Schaefer, Aram, they do the dirty work. They know the business. They know the ins and outs. They know the contracts. I mean, De La Hoya obviously has the money, but from the day-to-day operations, I don't think De La Hoya's really running it. Maybe not, but he said he was going to get more involved once uh, he, you know, he got straightened out a little bit and uh, Schaefer left. He's that's what he said. He said I'm doing the day to day now, but I don't know. I'm sure he's got people helping him. Yeah, they. Coach that's what him. he said. Yeah, Aram's a smart guy, man. I'm telling you, Aram's a very, very, he's, very he's smart. He's been in the business man. a long time. Yes. Yeah, he's been around. I think he's like a Harvard law graduate. Yes, I think he is. Harvard. Yeah, yes, yeah he there is. you go. <laughs> and he's got to be sneaky too in the yeah. boxing business. Um. How did Don King just fall off the face of the earth? Because he screwed so many fighters, and they just all Don stopped King, going. Don King, he still he still got a few fighters. Yeah, out but there. Like, nothing like before. he went from being like the top promoter well, here, to like garbage. Now. Well, here's the thing with King: King was controlling the heavyweight division. He had Mike Tyson, and his contracts were: if you beat my guy, now you're my guy for yeah. them to get that fight. Yeah. So once all that Tyson and all that went down the tubes in the heavyweight division, the Klitschko's on it now. So King kind of, you know, went down. Yeah, Aram seen the trend. Aram uh, moved away from those big guys and went to the lighter weights like De La Hoya and them. He was yeah. De La Hoya's promoter. He's seen the curve ahead. And uh, that's what's big now. Who, who, who cares too much about the heavyweights fight? Yeah, they don't. Yeah, my one of my favorite divisions is like welterweight 147 where Pacquiao and Mayweather and all the young guys you got all the young stars coming up well guys the heavyweights it seems like it's beginning to heat up just a little bit a tiny bit just not a, a little, little bit. bit yeah but not but like at least we, at least we got a fight that we want to see until now. Shannon Brig fights i don't think we're going to see anything exciting <laughs> yeah, i'm just joking all right so um obviously we've been out for a couple months so uh we don't want to go too in depth with some of the fights that that passed us, but just going over some of the big fights that happened, uh, and and maybe a little bit of uh, from each of us that uh, what we think happened or how the fight went and stuff. But um, I was I was first one is the Hopkins Kavala fight, and I, I was a little disappointed in the fight, but I know I picked Hopkins, but still, besides the winner or the loser, I still I don't know I wasn't too uh, intrigued with the fight, and I really wasn't. Uh, well, I guess it's normal Hopkins. But I well, thought it was. Go ahead. I, go ahead, I thought. Um, I thought it was a decent fight. I thought uh, Hopkins clearly lost, but at every given time he was live. He was looking to set up tactics. He was looking to set up traps, and uh, he cracked Kovalov a few times. He was just a little too small. Didn't have the pop to really uh, jar him up. But Hopkins was always setting traps. He was always in there in a tactical way. He wasn't totally. Even though he was losing the rounds, he wasn't totally out. He was always a uh, 
The other guy, Kovalov, was always a mistake away from getting cracked. But Hopkins don't care to punch or the size, being that he fought at 59 years ago. 159 years I mean, ago. convincing win, I think, for Sergio. Uh, for Sergio. I thought it was great. Yeah. He showed us he could box, he yeah. could feint, he has skills. He's just not some brute that just comes at you. But yeah. uh, we'll see what's in store for him. You know, I thought Kovalev, he fought the fight a little bit conservative. I thought if Kovalev really would have went after him, I thought he could have knocked him out. I, re- I really thought that um, uh, he was just looking to go 12 rounds. I thought he gave uh, Bernard Hopkins too much respect. But I think in the long run, this is going to be good for him um, because it showed uh, he could box. He won 12 rounds. And uh, I give I give his performance an A. Yeah, I, I, me too. Yeah, This fight reminds me a lot of uh, Tommy Morrison against George Foreman. Uh, everyone thought Morrison was going to go at him, try to knock him out. What did he do? He showed everyone he can box, and he outboxed George and beat him in 12 rounds. Kovalov, we never really seen him in too tough. Well, you know, he dismantles his opponents quickly, but Kovalov showed me that he's a, also a very good boxer, not just a uh, aggressor. And uh, he showed foot movement. He used his range. He went in and out. to uh, For Hopkins, it was hard to time him. Now, Hopkins did nail him with a few straight right hands, but Kovalov took him well. And uh, very good show by Kovalov. And I got to give some credit to Hopkins that he stayed in there. Much younger, much stronger guy, much bigger guy. And uh, he didn't give up, and he didn't fall out when he saw he was losing. So good win for Kovalov, but not a bad showing for the old man Hopkins. Uh, I'm dying since we talked about Kovalov to see him with Pasquale. That'll yes, be an interesting that's fight. That's a very, very good fight. Because that's a whole different dynamic from well, this weren't fight. weren't they just that's talking about that, March. I thought? It's happening in March. So that's the, yes. that signed? Yes. Done. All right, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a whole other dynamic because uh, it's not going to be like him and Bernard, this tactical boxing match. Uh, they might start boxing a little at the start, but, you know, it's going to be a fun fight to watch. Who do you got favored in that fight? Who would you pick? Uh, I got to go with Kovalov as the favor, but uh, anything could happen. The other guy's sporadic. He could catch him. He hits hard. He's very capable. But you got to go with Kovalov on this one. He's yeah, I, I hope to. That, that mic sounds amazing off subject, right? It sounds good. Yeah, I like yeah. it. All right, anyways, back to the Kovalov. Okay. Yeah, sounds good, man. All right, so, yeah, I think Kovalev, too. But, all right, so, um, convincing win for Sergey. I think it was a really good fight. Um, uh, well, I thought it was a boring fight, but, I mean, for him himself, I thought it was, uh, uh, it put him on the map, and I think uh, some people are going to be um, uh, looking at him a lot more uh, dangerous uh, it was It was fighter. good. It was a good fight as far as the tactical perspective. Um, fight I didn't see, and, uh, like, uh, you've guys heard me before, I'm not a huge fan of the Klitschko brothers. Uh, I don't like the heavyweight division. Uh, and I refuse to watch them until there's some exciting boxing in the heavyweight division. Uh, Klitschko beat Pulov. Uh, in my opinion, it was a horrible fight. <laughs> uh, I thought I it was exciting. It, I thought it was a very exciting fight. He sort of killed fight. the guy. Yeah, but it, it was, was exciting. It, like, second round, third round? No, I no was, like I, fifth or sixth. You yes. know what? I agree with Sammy the Bull in the sense that I see what perspective you're looking at. But I agree with Sammy the Bull. The other guy came to fight. He gave it his all. He had a tactic to do when uh, the Klitschko held him. Just the guy wasn't capable. He put in and there did you guys see his entrance? No. That was the cheesiest thing on the planet. It's like you have a pit bull, which is um, the Klitschko, and the other guy's like a chihuahua. You know? Yeah, he it was going like a complete, at him. Like a yeah, yeah, he came at him with the heart, and he was, you know, he was going at him, but he just didn't have the tools to uh, right. really dent him up. 
So Povolov tried. Povolov tried. And uh, he actually nailed Klitschko a little bit before uh, Klitschko knocked him out. And he was a game fighter, but Klitschko's got all that size and technique, and he throws hard as hell. He threw that left hook was, oh, man, that left hook would have knocked anybody out. You know, but Polov, I think, did all right considering who he's fighting. He's just... uh, Polov's, I don't think he's that bad. I think he's a top 10 guy. I mean, name me five, six heavyweights that could beat Polov. I can't name I'm, you any of I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you know, the way we're talking here, like he's a, uh, you know, there's 50 guys that'll beat him out there. And, you know, no, that's not I the think, case. No, I think he was all right, too. Yeah, this guy, know. Dominic Klitschko's a great fighter. I've been saying that. Nobody ever gives him any credit. Don't like him. I don't know. That match reminds me. I think Lennox Lewis can unretire right now and beat Klitschko. No, no way. He's been You're out too long. Wrong. He can come back right no now and beat Klitschko. Too long. Maybe not, too long. Maybe no not Lennox. There's no maybe. competition in the heavyweight there's division. There's nobody right now Maybe Big George. Because there's no competition. <laughs> He can't fight anyone. If you put Klitschko with, if you put Klitschko in the era yeah, where you had all those top heavyweights, those guys wouldn't even be like spoken he's, of. They wouldn't even be a top ten fighter. He's dominating every guy they put in front of him because it's he's like not they're fighting just me. Him, he's no, dominating. No, him. no. no. Uh, I they're think you'll give him a better fight. Dick I probably man. would, dude. <laughs> you better no. sign the contract. <laughs> so, sometimes when you're so good, you make the other guy look so bad. And yes. he really isn't. Okay. Roy Jones had that problem. Hold, hold on, hold Mike on. Tyson Tyson Klitschko versus Lennox Lewis at their prime. Who wins? Lennox Lewis. Thank you. Uh, Klitschko versus Mike Tyson. It can Tyson go either way. It, it, can, it can go no either way. way. Well, Lewis. If you put a gun on my head, I'll say Lennox Lewis. But Klitschko's, <laughs> Klitschko has a good chance to beat him. Lewis was cheating. You're giving him you, too much credit. You know what? You know what? Lennox Lewis was at the end of his road and... Uh, Beat Klitschko. Oh, you're not convincingly. It was a close Yeah, fight. but the that younger guy brother. offers more firepower. The younger guy, Vladimir, uh, yes. offers more firepower. But if you had a young, fresh, quicker. We're talking about a young, fresh Lennox, not an old guy about to retire. You'll never know. It, it, it can happen. You'll never know. Yeah, but All I'll right. put my money, my life on Lennox. Yeah, I would too. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't put my life on him. No. I make him a slight favorite. Uh, right. Yeah. Ne- the next, uh, the next Lennox fight. also got a, a chinny jaw, you know. Right. He got knocked out twice. Next fight, and this was sort of um, a landslide. Pacquiao versus Algeria, and I think Algeria got a good beating. He got a good payday, too. Yeah. <laughs> D- difference in uh, levels. Difference in levels. Completely. Difference in talent. Yeah. Well, and it was so may- funny how they were pushing him. Remember how he was like, oh, I live at home with my mom. Yeah. I'm like a Jersey I'm the boy basement. guy. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm like the, the whatever. Yeah, I have a master's degree. I'm yeah. a doctor. And, and yeah. it's just like, what? And then he gets in there and just gets back out, just yeah. dismantled the poor kid. He, he's good. At a certain level, but Manny Pacquiao is one of the best in the world. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. He's, a mid, he's, he's an amazing talent, right now, man. The way his he moves, his footwork. I'm telling you, Miguel Cotto, one of the best fighters of our generations, said he couldn't see the punches coming. He's so fast. He, like I said, he's almost does like karate in there because he he can move karate. and punch. Yes, he can move and punch and shift side to side, left and right on angles. That confuses people. Man, and, Manny needed this. Well, you know what, guys. Tell you the I truth. I mean, it was a good, it was a good victory for Manny. Yeah, he needed it. But you, you know, tell you the truth in that landscape, there's good guys out there. But Manny Pacquiao, and Mayweather, stand alone, and uh, they're the only ones. There's, you know, there's a few standout guys, and they're the only two standout guys. And that's yeah. the issue there. He's fighting Algeri. The best thing Algeri did was the somersaults. It's about the best yeah, thing. Let's give Algeri some credit, though. He didn't quit. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't been fighting for such a long time, 
And, uh, I mean, you know, he, he did decent. He did decent. He put a valiant effort, yes, and, he, and he hung in there. He just wasn't at that level. He's never going to beat a guy like Pacquiao. All right. Um, Khan Alexander. I, I have this on my DVR. I still haven't seen it. Khan dominated him pretty much. You know what? I like how Khan looked. Uh, his positioning's better. His chin's are lower. Uh, looked like he was absorbing the punches a bit better. Um, he looked good then. I, I'd like to see him in with Floyd. I just think Styles would make it an interesting matchup. So, but Khan, he looked good that night, definitely. I, th- I think he could give uh, Floyd a run for his money. I think so, too. Yeah. I've been saying it for a while. Yes. You, you know, Khan, he dictated the fight with Alexander. He did what he wanted to when he wanted to. He punched when he wanted to. He put his chin down. Then he either grabbed him or or moved away and reset. And that hand speed and that links and uh, better technique really bothered Alexander, which is a pretty good fighter, too, Alexander. He's not, he's not nobody to sneeze at. You know what I noticed, too? Amir Khan gives guys, fighters with fast hands, fast fighters, problems. When he fought uh, Zayab Judah, Zayab Judah could never get started. When he fought Malinaji, not that Malinaji's the top of the line, but he couldn't get nothing going. Alexander's another guy, fast-handed guy. He couldn't mount nothing. I think uh, his hand speed throws these guys off. All right, so... Um that's that's basically some. There was a lot of fights that happened, and a lot of undercard fights, obviously as well. Too. Yeah, but those were just some of the top ones that happened in the last two months uh, that we went over. Do you got anything, uh, Jackman, that we missed that maybe may be of speaking of or speaking about? I know there was a lot of fights. I know in the December Ste- Stevenson Dimitri, but I mean, I, I don't know if it's worth talking about. Yeah. Nothing really. I mean, those were the those were basically the top ones. So, um, up, let's go through the upcoming fights. Then I th- I guess what we're going to do is almost like a, to- a top ten, but it's not really a top ten. Uh, we're going to go over, I guess, and not even really dream fights, but fights that we want to see put together in 2015. Uh, obviously, because it's the new year and uh, uh, it's 2015. It's still in January. I think it's the ninth today, right? Ninth, yes. And uh want to go over some of the fights that we want to see. One is a potential dream fight, obviously, that everyone knows we'll talk about. But in any case, um, January 17th, which is what, next f- Saturday? Well, well, let's go over today a little bit. What's going to happen in order, chronological okay. order? Yeah, yeah there's ahead. two cards tonight. Right, Showtime go ahead and ESPN. Go ahead. Okay, well, okay, on uh, ESPN, actually, I didn't. There's a fight tonight, but I didn't write down the whole cards. I, I got some notable fight on Showtime. Ivan Redcatch, I've seen this guy be, fight before. He's from Ukraine. He's pretty aggressive. He hits hard. He's a southpaw. He's fighting a guy from uh, Ghana. Yes. Yeah, and the Ghana, you know, they're tough. What's that? Uh, Bazooka Joe, uh, Ari yeah. Cortez. He, he, he's actually managed by Bobby Hitz. The guy that he's fighting. Who, the Ghana, the Ghana guy? Yeah. Oh. He's managed by Chicago guy, Amidou. Yeah. Yakubi Amadou. Amadou. Yeah, I believe he's managed Bobby by Bobby Hits. Hits. Yeah, Local guy. And, uh, okay, he's 30 remember, years old. Remember Krajnitschki? Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah buddy. Krajnitschki. Yeah, Ed yeah buddy. He's I'm not a, still fighting, is he? No, I think he's still a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, a long time ago. He, might be doing, he might be pulling a George Foreman. I don't know. You yeah. know, uh, Red Catch is 28 years old, and he's undefeated with 17 wins and 13 KOs. While Amadou, 30 years old, with 21 wins, 19 KOs. So you know he's got some pop, and he lost five. And he's an orthodox versus a southpaw, so that's interesting, uh, Styles. 
That's something to watch. That's on tonight at Showtime. All right, and then ES- and then that's for tonight's. That's for yeah, and the ESPN cards. I don't got them offhand, but there's an ESPN card tonight, and that's a season premiere of ESPN. I'm sure Teddy's going to have a lot to talk about and go over what's going to happen in the future. You know, January 16th, next Friday, they have two fights that I'm really interested in on ESPN Friday Night Fights. The main event is Peter Petrov versus Hammering Hank Lundy. That's going to be a very good fight. Petrov, as you guys recall, he won that lightweight tournament they had last year on the ESPN. They had a tournament for the lightweight, and it was nice. You know, each week you'd have guys eliminate guys, and uh, he stood the test, and he beat everybody. And uh, Hammering Hank Lundy, he's a fighter that we also seen a lot on Friday Night Fights. He made it to HBO. He lost a close decision to Thomas DeLorme. He's an exciting fighter. Petrov, 31 years old. Uh, okay, he's got 35 wins. He's a pretty experienced guy. Uh, Madonna's the only one to knock him out, so he, he, I seen him fight. He's a good technician. He's only got 17 KOs, but he's a good boxer. Hammering Hank, he's quick. He moves in and out. He's 31 years old. He's a Philadelphia fighter. You know, those are always exciting. So, and uh, it's going to be, a, they're both sort of the docs, but Hammering Hank, he a lot of times switches to the southpaw stance, too. He gives you a lot of different looks. You know what I'm surprised about? Hammering Hank just fought six weeks ago. He was on HBO against Delorme six weeks ago, and he's fighting again. How often do we see that these days? Not, not we so never, we hardly no, ever that's see seldom. Triple six G. weeks ago. Nah, even Triple G. Yeah, he won't even fight. And that coming course. off a loss, yeah. he came off a loss. It's not like he blew the guy out. Maybe, and won maybe round. they needed him just really bad, and they just came through and was like, "I'll do it." I think it's going to be a really close fight. I think it can go either way. But that's a good point, Sammy. I didn't know it was that. It was only mm-hmm. six weeks ago. I know I seen it, but yes. okay. And for your Coleman event, this is also a very good fight. We got Willie Monroe Jr. I used to remember his dad uh, fight. Okay, he's fighting the tough, hard-hitting, come-at-you Brian Vera, who beat Chavez the first time, but they didn't give it to him, and fought Chavez tough the second time. He also has a victory under Andy Lee under his belt. So Willie Monroe Jr., he's a southpaw. He's a very slick fighter. Brian Vera, he's going to come at him. So that's a good fight to watch. It's going to be a close fight, I think. I think Monroe Jr. should outbox him, though. I think Vera, you know, he's had a lot of tough fights now. And Monroe Jr., he's got the quickness and uh, skill and the movement to give uh, Vera trouble, a little bit of trouble. Yeah, one thing about Vera, he's never in any bad fights. He had those two fights with uh, Chavez on HBO, and he's, he's just a very, very exciting fighter. You can't well, count him out. Well, Vera, he recently got stopped in that bare-knuckle yes, boxing. Yes, yes. So I don't know how that's going to... Rosado. Yeah, I don't know if he just took that for the money or he wasn't in shape or what the deal is with that and how it would affect his psyche coming into this bout. So. Hey, Jackman, you said that the Willie Monroe's dad boxed? Who was... Yeah, the... the what is his Not name? Willie the, the Worm. Willie Monroe. the Worm. Oh, was that's he a him. world champion or... Was Willie the Worm an uh, actual world champ? Or? He was good. I remember him. Yeah. I don't know if it was his dad or his uncle because I think they both fought. Really? Yeah. Yes. For some reason, I don't recall. I, I mean, I was a huge fan in those days. I just don't recall that name. Yeah, no, I really? remember Willie the name. The I don't remember him vividly, but I remember the name. The and, Worm. And you know what? He won that tournament they had last year. He won the middleweight yes, tournament. I remember, yes. And, 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 and Teddy and them, they didn't think he was going to win it initially because he's sort of a counterpuncher, a guy who kind of lays back, but uh, he looked impressive in that tournament. How many times this year do you think Teddy's going to have a blow-up after a bad decision <laughs> by the judges? I mean, this guy just, it's <laughs> he hilarious. Just, he you goes see nuts, these close yeah. decisions, he just yeah. goes crazy. You oh, know? man. 
<laughs> well, that's what I think. That's what makes watching them exciting, though. I think. Well, that, that's. But you know what? It is true. That does hurt boxing. That's bullshit. Yeah, it, it, is. it is. It is. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're start, just... you're starting to start seeing it in the UFC too. Like I know Dana White. I never knew this. I thought that even uh, like they're boxed by a different commission. Those referees. The they're Nevada, like when they're, yeah, whatever wherever place they're at. Rather yeah, because I was like when when Dana White, uh, even the referees, because back in the yeah, old days they pick the referees who they want in there. Exactly, but uh, uh, when the commission. There's a couple fights that happened in in the UFC that Dana White wasn't happy with the outcomes, and he would bash the the the. The guys who were voting, or who the decision, the, the guys who were out there, the judges. And I don't know, I just, I agree with them, man. And again, I don't know if, if it's a fixed sport or what they're looking at, so well, that's you know what worries it, me. Well, you know what it is, um, from the organizations who own the titles, uh, put the judges out there, and the judges got these perks that he's free trips. It's like politics. Yeah, they got the perks that are you free trips. You got someone running for an alderman, and then you're going to put your own precinct captains yeah, in so there. If, you're the gonna... ju- if the judges can want to keep getting these little perks and good trips, yeah. you know, they got to go, you know, nothing is said by the word, but everybody knows, you know. Yeah, hey, this guy gave me a vacation to the Bahamas for a week for free. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Well, the perks are going to the fights, you know, going yeah. to the fights, being assigned the fights and all that. Even the referees. Who was the referee that ref the Mayweather fight, the last Mayweather fight? Oh, that fight. Kenny Bayless. He did a horrible job. Uh, he's normally horrible. a good referee. Yes, but he was, he's yeah. a very good. I actually seen a documentary on him. He seemed like a great guy, great referee. He stays in shape. It's like it's like 16 minutes. You guys got to check it out. But you know what I was thinking? Remember back in the old days, guys like Luduva, they would get on the ref. They'd be like, hey, yeah. ref, what the hell are you doing? And they'd yeah. threaten them, and they'd go nuts. These they used corner, to get in fights they with need a guy. Rounds. They need yeah. a guy like that. They need a guy to put pressure on the ref. Yeah. We don't see that anymore. Not the cornerman just stays quiet. Yeah. They don't say anything. That's yeah, a that's, good point. That's a that's a big problem with the cornermen too, because like they don't stand up for yeah, the fighters anymore, and all, and all that all that uh, holding and all that. The ref, the you know, like you said, Ludo would be like, "Come on, ref, he's holding, he's holding. Come on, ref." Um, he'd yeah. get in the ref's face. He'd be on him every round. That's he'd be because swearing he, had, he had passion, yeah. man. He had passion and heart for the sport. That's why. Yeah, Ludo. Like, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. All right. So, what else do you got, Jackman? Well, because I've got January seventeenth. Yeah, you want to you want to roll with that? Go ahead. Well, you got the uh, um, the Wilder fight that's going to happen on the seventeenth. No, that's a big heavyweight fight that we're all waiting for. Go ahead. Nick. So you got that going on, um, and then uh, Sammy the Bull said uh, we might be seeing the Rio uh, Alvarado uh, match canceled. Yeah, Alvarado um, got caught with a gun in his glove compartment. This uh, happened in Colorado, and I believe. Uh, He's got a felony in the past, so that that fights off. That January twenty fourth. They haven't card, canceled sure, it officially. I'm yet. sure it's going to be but off. But they're saying I mean, that they might cancel. Yeah. They don't know what's going to happen to the undercards either. Anyways, does Alvarado deserve this shot? I mean, he's he's thirty four years old. Um, he's lost his last couple fights. I wasn't really that excited to see this fight anyway. I don't know if it belongs on HBO. Well, well, you know what it is. They made good fights together. Yes, and I agree. Uh, they, yes. you know, they did a good style matchup, good bang out. And if fans want to see a good bang out, put that on HBO after dark, order pizza, and enjoy the fight. I'm not crazy about that. They're just going to beat the shit out of each other. But Alvarado's going to take a more of a beating. And uh, Rios, if they did fight, I think would stop him. Alvarado, I think, is a little shop-worn. Yeah. Well, you know, guys, you got to figure. Uh, I mean, chances are I feel the fight's going to be canceled. But even if the fight's not canceled, you know, where's Alvarado's head at? 
You know, he's three weeks before a big fight, two weeks before, you know, a big fight. He's got he's a gun got in the car. Legal problems. You know, I mean, you know, his head's not there. His head's not right. Uh, his, career's, uh, his career's over. Yeah. I agree. With I, I think he's done, yeah. too. I All right. Then you've got uh, the February 21st. I'm looking forward to this one. You've got Triple G with Murray. Yeah. Yeah, Murray's a durable guy. He's a solid guy. But like, this is another class, you know, B fighter. Yeah. You know, so... Golovkin, I think, is going to do what he's supposed to do, and he'll win by knockout. And they announced that he's going to fight four times this year. Yes. yes. He's got a May 9th date already lined up, May 9th. So what they're doing is, if you think about it, they want to make the fight Cotto versus Canelo May 2nd. So what they'll do is on HBO the next week, they always have the replay, and they'll have Golovkin fighting on May 9th, and then they'll try to build up the Canelo versus Cotto. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's what they're. Yeah. But the only problem is who's Triple G going to fight May 9th? There's not a lot of guys. It's probably either like Andy Lee or David Lemieux. And that's those those guys, they're Class B fighters also. Yeah. I heard that uh, Golovkin also wants a crack this year at Chavez Jr. F- yeah, yes, I heard that. Rumor heard that? Yeah. 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 So he's willing to move up to 168 because Chavez Jr. is a pretty big boy. Yeah. That wouldn't be bad for him. It'd be actually a, a good fight. You know, really? I want Golovkin to fight a mover. Yeah. You know, a boxer. Chavez, which he isn't, uh, he's a banger, and I think Golovkin beats all the bangers, but Chavez is the best banger because he's bigger than Golovkin. I mean, he's the best as far as the guys who uh, Golovkin is fighting currently. So even though that's a style, I, I'd rather see a f- boxer fight Golovkin. Chavez is somebody who's pretty dangerous, and he yes. can take and he can give. He's he's more dangerous than the guys Golovkin's fighting. Now, I oh, would no say doubt. he's more dangerous than David Lemieux or Andy Lee. He's bigger. He's more durable. It'll be interesting to see what happens when a guy can take Golovkin's shot and give it back to him. But, you, right. you, you know, there's another guy. Where's his head at? Chavez. We haven't yes. seen him fight for I a agree. while. Great. He's up and down and all. You know, he's got the potential. And obviously, he got some of the daddy's DNA. But uh, how committed is he to taking this? I agree to his furthest potential. He's That's not too hungry like his dad. He's got the money. He's got. Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. He grew up with a silver yeah. spoon in his mouth. Sort yeah. of, because at one time they weren't like. He was rich, but then they, the Chavez. I heard lost some money, but Chavez Junior. They pay him a lot for his fight, so he's rich now. All right, so, and then the only other notable fight that I have is going to be uh, Klitschko and the Jennings fight on April 25th. You guys think Jennings has a shot on that fight? He'll come to fight. It'll be interesting. I hope, because I really Jennings, don't want to see Klitschko winning anymore. Jennings don't got a shot. Klitschko's going to beat him. Really? Guy. You think he's got no shot, huh? Yeah, Jennings, he's, you know, he fights hard and stuff, but, uh, you know, you know, he's a late starter in the game. You know, he's yes. an athlete, but, uh, you know, he needs to you got to start a little bit younger for most of the time. Jenny don't got that one big shot. Uh, he beats guys with a foul and a punch, but uh, Klitschko's a little different than uh, his previous opponents. Yeah, I like Jennings, but uh, not in this fight. Let's say Klitschko. All right, now, uh, fights for 2015. So obviously the number one fight that's out there right now, and we all know what that is, it's going uh, to be Floyd Pacquiao. So do we really think this is going to really happen, or is this just BS talk that everyone's trying to hype it up and then it's not going to happen like it happened before? I think if this fight doesn't happen within the next month, if they don't announce it within the next two, three weeks, it's not going to happen. That's my opinion. My opinion is this fight is not going to happen. What's the hold up here? There's a lot of money in the world for everybody. Pacquiao or at least um, 
Roach is talking, they'll take 60-40. They'll take the drug testing. Um, Floyd's scared of a panel of judges. They could get a panel of judges that both parties agree on. I don't see why... This, why they it, can't make it happen. Why they can't. Obviously, somebody don't want it to happen. Uh, it's the only way I look at it. Floyd's always a controversial thing when you talk about Floyd. There's always an undertone to it. And, uh, some some people take it personal when you talk about the Floyd Pacquiao thing. But uh, personally, I don't think Floyd wants to fight. But, uh, you know, I could be right or wrong, but why ain't the fight taking place? doesn't make sense. The only issue I see here is who's Floyd going to fight? I mean, Amir Khan maybe? I mean, what what are the fans going to accept here? The pay-per-view numbers are down. And if he fights Khan, that could be a tougher fight than Pacquiao. So if I was Floyd Mayweather, I'll fight Pacquiao. Why not fight Pacquiao? You're going to make more money, and it could even be an easier fight. I mean, I don't understand. Who's Floyd going to fight? Who, who? I mean, what's the option here? I mean, if he doesn't fight him, the only thing I can see is maybe Amir Khan. Maybe Danny Garcia. I don't know. Garcia can move up seven pounds. And, or and maybe fight. they'll try to throw uh, Thurman in there since Thurman. Yeah, I think Thurman's a little too him. green. I, I mean, I yeah, don't, Well, yeah. they could say he's fresh and young, uh, not well, undefeated. I, mean, I really hope it happens. I think it would be best for boxing as a whole, and I hope these guys can sit down and Floyd himself and figure out for once in my life, let me do something good for boxing. Let me make sure that I put them back on the map. I mean, Pac, I was willing to agree with everything demand-wise that he was trying to, which I think Pacquiao's taking the high road. Um, I know some people are saying that maybe this is Pacquiao out of desperation because he knows he's not probably going to get another big payday like this, which is true. He's yeah, not which is get true. He's, 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 what, 36 now? So. Yeah, I just don't I, I don't understand, and the only thing I can think of is if, 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 if Floyd continues to keep dodging this, I mean, it just puts more closure in my head that he's he's really just he's always fighting like fighters that he knows he can beat and he'll never fight a fighter that is probably a challenge to him a what if he's like, not a champs champ he's not a guy like we talked about before on previous podcast de la hoya fought all comers fighters that when they had the title or they were on the top never dodged the fight he's not that type of fighter and 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 in my opinion put an asterisk next to floyd mayweather if he doesn't take this fight yeah i mean pacquiao's gonna bring it to him and it's not just aggression it's movement, aggression, movement, speed. It's boxing in and out. It's it's going to give the movement that Floyd's not going to like and the pressure that Manny's going to apply. The Floyd can counter him, too. I mean, it can go either way. But uh, I think Floyd, you know, he probably has a little doubt in his mind. And uh, But it'll be, this fight will be beneficial for Floyd, too. This is his most lucrative fight that he can take. So I, I really don't know what's to hold up either. Yeah, I face. think. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Jackman. I, I mean, think. I think if they were to fight, I would. Th- I would think that Floyd would beat him, just because Floyd has size and options, more options, and he thinks, uh, thinks more in there. Yeah, but, but the I do, man, they can take a beating a little bit. Yeah, but I also do think that Floyd doesn't want this fight. But personally, I think Floyd should be able to eke him out. Uh, you I know, think we too. don't know. We don't know till we see the fight. You know, if it was ever to happen. But uh, Floyd, he thinks in there. He thinks more. But then again, they're both getting old. But Floyd's just a little bit closer to 40 than Manny is. So, you know. I I agree. I think Floyd will will eke this one out, too. I just, uh, I I think he's a a tad, just a smidge quicker. uh, And and he, I think, has a little bit more oomph in his punch. But don't count Manny out, man. I mean, if he gets in there and gets some impact punches and he's constantly hitting him, I think it... 
you may see a hell of a fight. I'll tell you one thing, man. If this fight does happen, I mean, everybody is going to be talking about this. Even people, I mean, you'll hear, there'll be segments on ESPN Sports Center, which I don't know when the last time a boxing segment happened on headline Sports Center. E- yeah. Headline ESPN. This will be headline on all be, sports. This will be the biggest fight since Mayweather versus De La Hoya. Yeah, I mean, it's huge for boxing. And, and this should have happened five years ago. But. It didn't, and now we're in the predicament we're in, and hopefully yeah. it just happens. So. Still the biggest fight in boxing. Yes, I know uh, Pacquiao's footwork is a lot better than uh, Floyd's. I mean, Floyd doesn't really move around too much. I don't know. I think Manny has a good chance of beating Floyd. I really do. The only thing is Floyd's a little bigger, and uh, it depends on the ref if they let him fight. But like, don't think Manny's just going to do like Madonna. He's not. He's more skillful than that. He is going to be aggressive, but he's going to do it in a tactful way. He's not just going to go full bore. And those combinations that Manny throws, and Floyd's not going to like that. He's going to want to hold him and subdue him and uh, anything he can to prevent that from happening. So it's going to be a fight that Floyd's not going to want to be in. He's not going to be comfortable fighting this guy. On a good note, Manny Pacquiao is going to judge Miss Universe. Yeah. Is he really? Yes, he yeah. is. Wow. That's actually okay. good I news. Know that. that's, yeah. a good, that's a good note for Manny. <laughs> yeah. At least he's got something going to look forward to. But you, you know one thing when we talk about this fight, the thing, I don't know if it's just me, but Manny Pacquiao of recently, when he gets hit, his whole body jars. No, I don't know if it's just because he's smaller or what, but I really don't like that look where every time he gets hit, he everything just, up. yeah, his whole body just jars. It's a sign a of like an older fighter, you know, um... So, you know, I don't really like that look. I know he's been kicking tail and he's been doing well, but that, you know, because... Floyd's going to hit him. I mean, yeah, he's going to get those I shots. I would think Floyd's going to... See, when you said Floyd's faster, personally, I think Floyd's faster off the reflex. But putting the combinations together, I got to give Manny. that to Pacquiao. Yeah, he's a better yeah, arm. Hands down. Yeah, Floyd just got that, that uh, one step, yeah. the reflex, the time you won, boom, hit you, hold, or turn. Um but, but combo-wise, yeah, Manny hands down. Floyd doesn't throw many combos because he doesn't want to stay in the pocket. He wants to throw one and get out to safety. He don't want to stay there and throw two or three because you're more susceptible for a return shot. No, Floyd don't want to get hit. All right, uh, let's move on from this one and go for some other fights. So I guess the other big one I guess we can talk about is Cotto uh, Canelo. And should Triple G fight the winner of that? Yeah, Triple G should fight the winner. And do you think it's going to happen? I think, or they're not going to push it? I think they'll push it. I think it probably uh, could happen. But, I mean, of course, uh, this Canelo versus Cotto fight is not signed. I think eventually it will be signed. Um, you know, both of these guys got uh, big egos. And, uh, you know, this is a great fight because both of these guys are evenly matched. It's like a 50-50 fight, the Cotto-Canelo fight. It's Mexico versus Puerto Rico. Yeah. It's going to take place on May 2nd, Cinco de Mayo. You know, this is going to be another one that sells a lot. This is going to do big numbers. It's going to be a huge fight. Who, who do you think, Canelo and Cotto? Let's say that first. Oh, man, it's, uh, I'll probably have to go with the youth, but it, it's up in the air. It's, it's, it's a tough fight to, to call. It can go either way. See, uh, Cotto fights more at a steady pace. Uh, for me, it's hard to judge where Cotto's at because uh, he fought that Devlin Rodriguez, and that he's not on the levels. Cotto yeah, looked great. He's, yeah, he's had some poor yeah, outings and, and some then, good outings. And then he fought uh, Sergio, and Sergio had no legs under him. So, uh, you know, they're saying this whole thing, Freddie rejuvenated him and this and that. 
but uh, I haven't seen him in there with uh, r- I, I would like customer. to see Canelo the Triple G if it happens. So I'd like to see Canelo win, and I'd like to see him in Triple G fight. Yeah, I, that'd I, be a good fight. Canelo, I think, has got a little more juice and a little more power since he's a naturally bigger guy than Cotto. But Cotto's very skilled, and what I like about Cotto is he can do a lot of things well. And uh, Canelo doesn't throw a ton of punches around. He kind of paces his own self because uh, his endurance is not the best. It depends how they go. I think Cotto possibly could outbox him, but I also think Canelo can hurt him and uh, stop him. So I really don't know. I think it's a very close fight, and it's going to be a very good fight. So one, obviously we hope Cotto Canelo gets signed and finalized. And then two, I hope that they somehow get Triple G to end up fighting the winner of the Cotto Canelo. That's, I think, what we would love to see this year, in that aspect at least. Um, the other, uh, some other notable ones, uh, Amir Khan and Kel Brooks. Is, is it going to happen? No, no. This, this is, is what this we want to see. This is a fight I would like to see. Is this fight going to happen? Probably not. You know, Amir Khan's the A-side. Kel Brook's a big risk. Um, you know, both of these guys are from the U.K. Uh, you know, this is obviously a fight that Kel Brook's going to want. But uh, Amir know, Khan's going to want to probably go with either Floyd yeah, or Manny. If yes, of course, of course. He's I, been around for a I, while. I heard Amir Khan been ducking Kel Brook. There's yeah, like the he's ducking him. Yes, Calbrook wants him. Want no part of this guy. Yeah. Well, so. Calbrook's dangerous. If you're if you if you're uh, Amir Khan, that's probably not a fight you want. Calbrook's right. very dangerous. He is. He's a very good boxer, counter puncher. He's very quick, very fast. You know what? Hey, let's see Thurman and Calbrook. Let's see that fight. Yeah, let's see that fight in the UK. Yeah, that'll be a good fight. You know what, guys? With Thurman. With that last fight, the guy was a 40 years old. Could you imagine a 40 years old giving Ray Leonard, you know, issues yes. like that or something? I That's think Thurman's overrated. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I think I'll take Cal Brook over him. I don't, he didn't look good his last showing, but I don't know. Um, I another one. He, I still think Thurman's solid, but. Another one I think that Sammy actually said that I would like to see is the Frotz Chavez too, which looks like it's almost done, but. Uh, I've actually pulled something up, and they said it's not really official, but I just hope it really happens and comes through. Yeah, that's a great fight. I heard it's close. I heard it's close. That's a great fight. Chavez, I mean, uh, Frotch has been around for a while. He's a veteran. He's like 37, 38 years old. He always puts on a good show. He's a popular fighter. Um, You know, both of these guys like the bang. Both of these guys are tough. I think it would be a great fight for boxing. The only thing is uh, what I didn't like is uh, Frotch was – Complaining, uh, retiring. retiring. Yeah, they said that. Yeah, and when a fighter does that, sometimes it's not good when he fights. When they say in sports, when you think about retiring, then you pretty much already retired. But I don't know. Frotch is tough in his game. I never seen this guy lay down. One thing that he does come in is in superb shape, and he's got that fighting spirit. But the thing is, it's going to be a good fight because he's easy to hit, and so is Chavez Jr. Yeah, they're both going to get busted up. I don't well, know. Well, Frotch, he got a lot of miles on the odometer, and he fights a hard fight where you need that youth and that strength to fight that hard, rough, rugged fight. And uh, as Jackman said, you know he's contemplating retirement. So, but then again, how serious is Chavez taking this? So, uh, it's a lot of stuff up in the air on this one. Um, Stevenson Kovalev. We talked about that a little bit before. Yeah. That'd be that's a great fight to see. I mean, that's that's one of the top three, four fights we want to see. That division <laughs> is top heavy. There's Adonis Stevenson, there's Kovalev, and then there's well Pascal's there, and then B Hop is there, but he just lost. And then there's everybody else. There's no one to fight. Look at uh, Adonis Stevenson. 
He has two dates for this year. April 26th is one of them in Montreal. They're talking about him fighting Funfara again. I mean, let's face it. No, I mean, no. Why do we want to yeah. see this fight? It wasn't that close. It wasn't it that wasn't controversial. Even that, good either. that shows how bad the light heavyweight division is. Right. I mean, it had its decent spots, but I don't know if it warranted a rematch, especially so quickly. Maybe if these guys got some kick-ass victories, especially Fanfara, maybe. But so quickly, I. I don't and know. why doesn't this guy get out of Montreal and fight somewhere else? Well, he's a. It's a big fight in Montreal. He's he's a big name in Montreal. It's a big fight. He's got the date. He's got April fourth lined up in Montreal and September twenty sixth lined up. So if this fight's going to take place, it's going to take place on the twenty sixth of September. And uh, do you guys think Stevenson could beat him? Stevenson hits. He, he I, he's the hardest hitter in no. boxing. I think no, with I'm that one shot. Kovalev? I'm not too impressed what? with Stevenson. Beat who? Kovalev. Do you think Stevenson has a chance? He, he does. He has a he's chance. Smart. He's, yeah. he's smart too. You know yeah. what? Stevenson yeah. has a puncher's chance. I think Kovalov, he has the mental edge in this fight. Kovalov been wanting this fight, been licking his chops over this fight, and Stevenson's talking about Bernard, Bernard. Yeah, he's been running away from yeah, us. So, yes. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, his chin is a bit suspect, and uh, the stuff he's doing to these guys, he ain't going to do with Kovalov. I'm going Kovalov all the way. Obviously, the other guy got to punch his chain. Would you put your life on it? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. Lewis. Uh, Let me ask you guys. Hey, if they were holding you over a pit of fire and they told you pick one or the other, who are you gonna go with, Big Nick? <laughs> I, I would go with Kovalev. Uh, okay, thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, one thing, like I said, don't underestimate Stevenson. I think with one shot, I think he's the hardest hitter in boxing. I think he's a bigger hitter than Golovkin, or a bigger hitter than even Kovalev. I mean, this guy hits so hard. He hits that hard. He's got that natural God-given power. Plus, he power. thinks. He, use, you know, he moves. He's training at the crank. Um, so, I, I think he has a very good chance. But, I mean, like I said, I would have to go with Kovalev. But don't count out Stevenson. Um, Broner, uh, Broner Matisse. That would be a great fight. I would love to see that. Broner fight. wants him, too, he's saying. Hey, let's give credit. You know, Broner gets a lot of hate here. But, you know, Broner's got some balls. Broner has a lot of balls. I'm going to stand up for Broner. I like Broner. Did you see Broner, what he said, though? He's when exciting. He I, he's exciting. You, you know what? I love it. He calls the guys out. We need this in boxing. All of these guys. It's after controversial. The, yeah, but all these guys after the fight. Oh, let me talk to my team, this and that. I like this guy. He says, I want to fight this guy. Out, yeah. How come you don't I'll call out Mayweather? He doesn't that's call out Mayweather. Bro- that's big brother. But you know what I noticed, and I've said this before, nobody ever calls out Mayweather. There's not a fighter. How come no one says, hey, Floyd, I'll kick your ass, I'll fight you anytime? Yeah, I want to see. That's what Broner does, and that's why I like Broner. Khan and Pacquiao are sort of doing it a little bit. They don't really go like, you got to go to the extreme. After your fight, be like, hey, Floyd, you've been ducking everybody. You haven't fought nobody. Maybe hey, there's hey, a thing where they know Floyd won't give you a shot if you do that. Maybe you got to play nice. I don't hey, know what Pacquiao the deal is. Pacquiao made a commercial. <laughs> I don't know. Pacquiao made a Foot Locker commercial. That was pretty good. Do you want the fight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and then some other ones that I think were notable that uh, Sammy said was Prednikov and Maidana wouldn't be bad either. Yeah. Uh, Guns actually uh, is the one who uh, oh, you know said what? this before With me. this guy, let's put him in with all the Argentinians. Those would be a bang-out fight. <laughs> throw him in with Montese. <laughs> throw him in with yeah. Madonna. There's throw no <laughs> such thing as a bad fight with Prudnikov. Uh, yeah, throw him in with these guys. We'll see a good old-school throwdown. How man. about uh, Danny Garcia versus Ruslan Pergardinov? Yeah, that'd be good, too. Yeah. 
Um, hey, like uh, but, like Guns told me before. I mean, if someone wants to go to war with this guy, nobody could beat this guy. Yeah, you got to use your legs. Yeah, put him in there. Take Argentina. Make it a small <laughs> ring, small gloves, and throw him in there. <laughs> Let him go to town. I think he'll beat him. All right, so who will beat who? Prudnikov. I think he'll beat Madonna. I don't, I don't think nobody can get him total toe. All right, what so hold on. This just posted. Uh, Golden Boy, uh, Richard, Sa- uh, Richard Schaefer settles. They part wa- Golden Boy production part ways with most Al Heyman fighters. Oh, wow. Mm, wow. Interesting. So yeah. Golden Boy Promotions settled its lawsuit with its former CEO, Richard Schaefer, on Friday and surrendered its promotional rights to a number of top boxers who are signed with powerful manager advisor Al Heyman, a source familiar with the deal told Yahoo Sports. Uh, Golden uh, Golden Boy President Oscar De La Hoya wanted to be able to put on the best possible fights, the source said, but felt hamstrung by having to get Heyman's approval each time he wants to make a match. Golden Boy will retain promotional rights to Heyman-advised fighters such as Amir Khan, Lucas Matisse, Leo Santa Cruz. Golden Boy also has a deal independent a deal independent of Heyman with Canelo Alvarez, one of the biggest stars in the sport. Wow. Uh, however, there will be serious talent drain. The fighters like welterweight Adrian Broner, Danny Garcia, who had been Golden Boy staples the last several several years, remain with Al Heyman. Oh, so this is a, a little bit of a game changer here. It seems to me Al Heyman, he's trying to get a stable of guys, and he's going to go with his own network. There yeah. was some talk where he could go to ABC, free TV, and... Uh, Promote boxing. Yes. More. So we'll see what happens. I, mean, I don't even, like this. I don't like this. Yeah. I, it, it's splitting too many it's ways splitting now. too many. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You're not Listen, I, I, I'm thinking this is going to happen, man. Uh, what, people said when Vince McMahon created this network, it was one of the biggest, uh, worst things. I'm telling you, either Jay-Z or someone is going to make a boxing network, and they're going to make more money off of this. I don't think that can happen. And uh, I, The reason why I say this is, you know... How's he going to do that? How's Al Heyman going to do that? A lot of these fights, you know, they have rights with it's, ESPN. It's all internet-based. What do you mean? The, no, the, the, the that WWE that, Network, I'm not too familiar with it, but don't they play fights the whole, like, they play, like, old, old fights from 1980s, 1990s? Yeah, but he all he could do is he'll have a network. Instead of paying for the pay-per-views, you'd have to have a monthly subscription, and then he plays the pay-per-views only on his network, which is internet-based streaming. So then he won't have the pay-per-views on Comcast or on Dish Network or DirecTV or, or on Showtime or on HBO. It's his own channel. Yeah, who knows? Could be, could be. And that way it's more money for the promoters because, you know what? It's yeah. my own channel that I'm streaming through, and I'm putting my fights on my network. You pay me $30 or whatever a month, and I'll give you that fight, and I'll give you other fights as well. You, and they'll probably put yeah. on more shows, like how they have Friday night fights. They'll do, like, Thursday night fights and Tuesday night yeah, fights Yeah, but the networks, they pay those guys big money to ha- air their yes. stuff. I if, don't know. Yeah, but if you have big money, you'll be getting the money from the monthly subscriptions. You know what? Would be I, cool? Boxing is not that big, dude. It's uh, not as yes, big sir. as it used you to be. You know what would be cool if they had one channel slowly a boxing, uh, boxing channel, like twenty four yeah, hours, seven network. days a week, different fights. It just runs nonstop throughout the I whole year. I always thought they should make like a fight channel. Have like UFC boxing, maybe throw some wrestling, collegiate wrestling. Well, they used hours. to have yeah. that on Classic Kickbox, Sports. They used to have a lot of boxing on Classic yeah. Sports when it first came stopped. out in the 90s. It, it 
yeah, it dwindled down. Yeah. They have it once in a while, but I remember when Classic Sports first came out in the mid-90s, I used to watch the old fights like crazy. Yeah, I remember they used yeah. to have all the Tyson fights right before like a even big Tyson jo- pay-per-view. They would play all his fights up until the yeah. pay-per-view. Yeah, but yeah. They, I even seen a lot of Joe Lewis fights, uh, fights from the 50s, 60s, Jersey Joe Walcott, Ali fights, uh, Archie Moore fights. Uh against a Canadian guy who he kept knocking he got beat up and then he knocked him out and I forgot his name yeah but uh, they Devereaux, had a lot of classic yeah, fights Devereaux was the guy's name alright so that was actually pretty cool how they came out right when we're doing this so yeah it was like late breaking news yeah um, alright so uh, do you got any other fights Jackman or uh, Sammy or Gunzi yeah, Lomachenko versus Reagan Dial both of them are amateur stars uh, that's a fight I'd love to see but I- I'm, I'm satisfied seeing uh, Walters versus Lomachenko fight I think that's a great fight. And uh, Leo Santa Cruz is actually calling out Reagan Dial. Uh, I don't think Santa Cruz has much of a chance, but that'd also be an interesting fight. So let's match up those four fighters together. You know, the winner fights the winner of both, and uh, see who comes out on top. Uh, Lemachenko actually said uh, he thinks uh, Reagan is an easy fight for him. He said Reagan Dial's too small for me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not scared of Reagan Dial. He is a little smaller than him. Yes, he is. Yeah. He'd have to move up four pounds, and Reagan Diallo already has moved up. And so. what's his name, Del Lomachenko? He's pretty solid. He's like 126, yes. but he's, he's, a, yeah. he's like 130, you know. Yes. You know, a couple of fights that I got written down, some of them uh, are the same as uh, Sammy's, are Lomachenko versus Walters, Walters versus a guy we didn't see for a while, Mikey Garcia. I know he's four pounds up, but Walters is a lanky 126. He's really could be 130. He's a big guy. I also got uh, one of my favorites from Mexico, Juan Manuel Marquez versus maybe Keith Thurman or Sean Porter. I got Amir Khan versus Cal Brook, as we mentioned before. I got Golovkin versus Quillen. I would like to see a little bit of a mover, even though I don't think Quillen could beat him, but I think it would pose him a little different contrast in styles than Golovkin is uh, previously fighting. How about uh, Alexander Povetkin versus Brian Jennings? I think this would be a competitive fight. They're both about the same size. Uh, Povetkin is a good Russian boxer against Jennings. Uh, I don't think he would. Povetkin won't overwhelm him. Like I think Klitschko is gonna to Jennings, so I think that'll be good. Matisse versus uh, Ruslan, and then we went over the rest. I got Khan. I also got Khan versus Floyd, and uh, I already mentioned the other one. So that's my list. Most most of them are identical to Sammy and some other ones. Gunzi, you got any on your list? Um, me and you. Well, yeah. Yeah, that would be good. It's gonna happen. I gotta May. move up a few yeah. pounds to get that my, big neck. I got my money on Big couple. Daddy Nick. <laughs> well, we'll start what? a new boxing promotion where there's no weight classes. We'll just go at it, just like old UFC. <laughs> Yeah. Well, like the original one. one. Yeah, oh, I like love the original those. Those old, the original. Those <laughs> are the best. When you had Oleg Taktara <laughs> fighting like a 98-pound guy. <laughs> in a sumo Shamrock guy fighting a little karate sumo, guy. Yeah. It was like Street Fighter, the video game. It was, yeah, it was like the, uh, the what was his name? The, the, the Asian sumo wrestler dude? Yeah. 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 I forgot his I name. Forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Against like some midget. You know, you know when we talk about these matchups, you guys basically name most of them that I want to see. But for instance, we got Andre Ward. He's in that weight class where there's really nobody. Let him go down and fight Golovkin or go up and fight Kovalov. I would love to see, you know, he wants to be great. Go beat both of those two guys. He'll be a great fighter. You know, and say, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Jack, go ahead. I want to hear it. No, no, yeah. go ahead. And, you know, I also want to say, you know, if Golovkin doesn't get this Cotto Canelo fight, 
Go up. Move up. Fight Andre Ward. You're 33 years old. You're not getting any big fights. You know, you... They talk about how great he is and how he used to school Kovalov in the gym and how he'll you know beat everyone. Let's see him move up and fight Andre Ward if, if he can't get a big fight. I mean, the old guys used to do it all the time. They're, they're, they didn't even have as many weight classes, the old guys. So yes. they would span, you know, they would span. Uh, hey, how about do you guys think George Groves could do anything with uh, Ward? The no, Englishman? no. He's Maybe pre- that James DeGeele guy is pretty solid. I, ne- I never I, seen yeah. that guy. See, Groves, to me, looked like he was beating a frotch. He's a little bit quicker. It just seemed like he ran out of gas a little bit. I don't know. I kind of like Grove, but I don't know if he can beat Ward. But Nah, he's not going to beat Ward. Nah, I don't know. Well, Ward, he's good, but I'm not, like, super crazy about him. I, I don't think of him. I don't put him in the likes of Roy Jones or any of those no, guys. No, no, uh, no. You know, he's you. just... I don't know. Well, you know what? He's just better than what they got out there now. Yeah, he's not appealing to the eye, but he's the best guy. Yeah. And as far as Triple G, here's the thing that I'm, you know, Triple G's great to watch. He knocks guys out. But you know what? The hell with this bullshit. Put him in a fight where we don't know if he could win or not. He's just fighting these guys we already know what the he, he wants is going to be. Though. No one's wanting to fight him. That's Why the don't he go up and wait? Oh, that, that's the we thing. ain't, he ain't calling who's he fighting yeah. these guys like this fight he's got next yeah. come on this he, is not he was willing to go up and wait to fight Chavez but he don't want to fight Ward right and, and, and he's looking to hold let's face it it's business he wants to fight the winner of Canelo and Cotto yeah this is bully stuff Cotto he's calling out Cotto Cotto started at what, 140 Cotto started yeah, at 140 he started at 140 yeah, but you know what started. he's still the lineal champ He's still the man that beat the man, and uh, it's still a good fight for him. It's a bigger money fight for him to fight Cotto or Canelo than it is for Ward, so I, I can't knock him there. Yeah, but I, if I, he doesn't get that fight, then you abandon that, you go fight Andre Ward, you call out Andre Ward. You know, the, hey, Cotto, listen, Cotto brings the money and stuff, but you want to go around in history, hey, he beat the, Cotto beat the man who beat the man who had shot legs, you know, come on. You know, yeah, but, he's come you know, on. But still, is, imagine if Golovkin gets in there with Cotto and just dominates Cotto, blows him out in two three rounds. He should. This no, guy I don't is, know about he should. Cotto's very know. talented. Yes. You know See, what? He's a hell of a boxer. You know what? Here's, he can box inside. He can box outside. Yeah, he can I don't move. Know. I don't, Here, yeah. Here's here's my argument with Cotto. Okay, Cotto started at one forty. He's in his older years. Look how Pack blew him out. This guy's a one fifty four guy. Should blow him out. He's, he's got talent. Pacquiao blew him because of the quickness. This guy's not fast like uh, that. He's got power. Pacquiao's yeah. power hurt him. And this uh, this guy's the old, The punch Cotto. that you don't see that hurts you. Cotto was getting dropped at 140. I, I like Cotto. He's a good fighter. But Triple G should dismantle him. What no. Do you do? You're underestimating Cotto. All right. Are we done with the argument? No more fighting? Hey, this is what we're here for. Uh, yeah. Ding, uh, ding, ding. Got a little scared here. We had to separate them. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, we're at the hour mark, and uh, we're gonna start wrapping things up a little bit here. Um, our ten minutes uh, was the show. Hope everyone uh, enjoyed. Uh, again, we'll be coming back uh, pretty soon. We've got a couple more, uh, obviously, fights coming up in January and in February, and we'll be catching up on a lot of those fights as well too. Um, again, on the social media aspect, guys, uh, like us uh, on our Facebook page, Windy Cities One Word, Windy City Sports Network on Facebook. Uh, follow us on our Twitter account at WCSN the number three. Email us, guys. If there's fights that you guys want to see that we maybe missed um, or any opinions you guys got, comment either on our Twitter or our Facebook account or email us at Windy City Sports Network at gmail.com. Um, we'll even show it on our or, or talk about it on our next podcast, our One More Round Radio, and uh, talk about it in uh, 
maybe even something we did forget. I mean, every every time we write stuff down, we do forget about a lot of stuff. So um, it would be really interesting, and we can talk about it on the next show. So um, that's, I think, pretty much all we got. Uh, five degrees outside here, so we got to get warm real soon. Uh, turn on the heaters and uh, get into bed. But uh, yeah. for now, I think that's all I got. I'm Big Nick Cold, guys. WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. This is One More Round Radio. Sammy the Bulls to my left. <laughs> All right, guys, until next time. And uh, stick around, guys, if you want to hear talk about the Chicago Bears. Yeah, it's going to be posted uh, right after we post this one. Uh, Mr. Jackman? Snuggle up, everybody, and stay warm. If there's any babes available who want to uh, stay warm, like to I'm available. You, Jackman. <laughs> I like to stay warm with I'm you, I'm available. Buddy. Oh, you are? Yeah. All right. Not for you, though. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, and then uh, Gunzy, thank you for joining us, man. Uh, Got to get a headset next week. And yes. you sound really good on that MXL. Trying to run That's out. That's really good, Mike. I'm trying to run out and hear what Teddy got to say tonight. Oh, yeah, he's got to run. He's going to be our correspondent for that. So uh, that's it for now, guys. Uh, WCSN, One More Round Radio Boxing. This is Episode 7. We will be uh, seeing you guys really shortly. We're in Studio One. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't get knocked out. <laughs>